This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Real estate agents, I trust.com. Did we even mention the primaries last night? Um, yeah. Uh, at the beginning, we talked about the polls and the exit polls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're not worth mentioning. Both races are over. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I don't probably. Know. It's not really yeah. a story. Um, I mean, I, there's some... If you're a uh, if you like Bernie Sanders as much as we like Ted Cruz, there's probably something to ma- ma- uh, mention in the uh, Democratic on the Democratic side, but there's nothing to mention on the on the Republican side. Obviously, we were talking uh, about Nebraska, um, and we're uh, Trump went up with this over sixty percent of the vote, right around sixty yeah. percent of the vote, I think, in Nebraska. Yes. In Nebraska, yeah. so I mean, mm-hmm. is it amazing that? 40% would vote for another candidate when there's no other candidate in the race? Kind yes. of, but I mean, what is, I mean, eight, I think 20% in, it was, he think it got 80% in, uh, in West Virginia. So kind of shows you the difference between the states, but it doesn't show you much. Mm-hmm. If, if you're a Cruz voter, most likely you're staying home. Well, the Washington Examiner said that one of the four <laughs> takeaways from Tuesday was that uh, it, was, it was not trivial that there was so much anti-Trump vote in Nebraska. Nebraska was a state where Cruz was expected to compete or even win. Had he stayed in the race, it shouldn't be surprising then that Trump's most recently vanquished rivals combined for close to 40% of the vote there, even with lots of demoralized supporters of other Republicans not showing up, kind of as as we mentioned. So, uh, you know, while Cruz didn't win not being in the race, he did, I mean... He got more than 10%, which is what Glenn predicted. I said yeah. maybe 15. What did he get? He got 20. 20. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> he did pretty well. Not that it matters, because it really doesn't. Uh, the exit poll showed that 92% of the GOP voters in West Virginia were angry or dissatisfied with the federal government. 85% of the angry are voting for Donald Trump. This was one of the first times that it was going to be a big night, uh, first signs that it was a big night for Trump, even uh, accounting for the fact that he has cleared the field of any rivals. I mean, is it really notable? No, it's was not, that really uh, notable? No. I, don't, I, don't, I actually <coughs> don't think it was. No, I don't think it was. I mean, it, you know, I, did you watch any of the results? I didn't, I didn't no. even glance at the results last no. night. I, mean, it's, it's I, I a, looked just to see if maybe, you know, there was a Nebraska miracle. Right. And... Found out there was there was not there wasn't uh, yeah I mean it Trump you know obviously he's the nominee um, and uh, you know barring him dropping out of the race for some unforeseen reason mm-hmm. he's the nominee. It'd be so. a real shame if that happened. If he dropped out, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Wouldn't that, be awful? that would be fun. Um, so I mean I don't know I mean I'm not it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. Uh, and there were some on the Democratic side and like you know, those people were noticing in West in West Virginia that a bunch of Sanders supporters said that they would vote for Trump. And mildly notable in that um, you know. It's mostly driven probably by the idea that they don't want Clinton, and it's a very pro-Trump state. I mean, West Virginia is uh, probably the best state, uh, I mean, certainly a top-five state for Trump in the entire union. I mean, probably, you know, outside of his home states, uh, mm-hmm. it's one of the top. So, I mean, it's just a good fit for him, it's a, uh, and it's not a good fit for Hillary Clinton. 
Um, and, you know, um, you know, Bernie Sanders, does he play well there? Kind of surprising that he would do well mm. in West Virginia. But I, mean, I, I would love to know, and I'm not, I'm not enough of a historian to actually know the answer on this, but I don't ever remember a person essentially locking up the nomination as Hillary Clinton has uh, going through losing streaks like this, this late in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she's losing a lot. <laughs> she is. She I, is. If you were just sort of casually paying attention, you would think Sanders is kicking her butt. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the way Tim, ahead. You know, Tim Robbins is on this bandwagon. He thinks this is being stolen. and Oh, and really? Yeah, he's, a, he's Jeff Fisher. Wow. Um, and he keeps <laughs> posting about it, and he doesn't understand what he's talking about at all. I mean, it's embarrassing. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, look, Hillary Clinton is outpaced well, Bernie Sanders by millions blowing. of votes. This is not a close, close election. You know, mm. she's won the superdelegates, which definitely helps her mm-hmm. and makes it basically impossible for Sanders to win. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, even if you look at just the pledge delegates, she's, she's still winning. She's still lot. won the votes. And there's no there's no trickery that goes on in the Democratic side for, for all the failings of Democrats. Theirs is a proportional system plus superdelegates. So every state, if you win 60 percent of the vote, you win 60 percent of the delegates. That's how it works. It doesn't have there's no winner take all states. There's mm. no uh, winner take most states. Uh, it's all proportional, and then on top of that are the superdelegates, who, who basically make the call if it's close. Right. <clears throat> Most of the time, they go with whoever is winning because I mean, what a surprise from Democrats. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, but you know, because they all committed very early to Hillary Clinton, they committed early to Hillary Clinton in 2008 as well. But then Bur- uh, Barack Obama started winning, and they all switched. Um, it's the same thing here, where uh, you have a situation where Bernie Sanders, while he's been competitive and he wins states. He's winning smaller states. He's winning a lot of caucuses. He's winning. Um, he's winning um, by small margins. Like for example, um, one of the states yesterday. Can't remember what, what the uh, which one it was, but he won by a pretty large margin. However, in the delegate race, he won fifteen to thirteen. And it's like, well, you're, not, you're, not, you're never going to catch her winning fifteen thirteen. Mm-hmm. You know, he's winning the states, but he's winning his states by small margins. She won her states by big margins. She was winning states eighty to tw- you know to twenty early on in the race. And so he's been able to squeak out these mm-hmm. 55-45 wins, which is notable because usually the momentum would carry a candidate who's essentially locked up the, the nomination o- across the finish line, as it has with Donald Trump. Um, for whatever reason, with, with Hillary, the momentum seems to actually be against her. It's, it's really incredible. It is. It's weird. Um, but it is over. I mean, it's essentially over. I, I don't know what the committed... What is the committed delegate count? Um, super delegates here. It says Clint, uh, Hillary. Yeah, I know she's got the super delegate lead. What is that? Oh, the committed. Oh, yeah. Uh, super delegates five twenty four to forty or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yes. here's it, pledge yeah. delegates seventeen sixteen to fourteen thirty two. Right. So seventeen sixteen to fourteen thirty two. Again, remember he won a state by fifteen points last night and and won by two delegates. He's trailing by two two hundred and eighty. I mean, you know, he, it, you don't you make up ground. You can't. You yeah. have to win big. Like you have to win California uh, by 200 delegates. Right. Like you need to really destroy. And it's just it's just not going to happen. Obviously. Look at him. Who wouldn't vote for this guy, though? I mean, <laughs> you know, who who wouldn't vote for that guy? Um, he looks like an electable <laughs> guy, <laughs> doesn't he? He sounds like an electable guy. He he has policies, you know, like an electable guy in Denmark. Sweden. Uh, the hair, hair is nice. Yeah, it's it's, nice. it's wow. great. It's great. Triple eight seven two seven back. So, and the Democrats need what twenty seven hundred? Is that what the magic number is for them? 
Uh, I, think it's I, I will say I don't know that number. Like so I know the. If she's still a thousand short, that's that's a lot more uh, than I thought. Um, by the way, total is uh, Clinton is up by three million. Yeah, votes. plus three million. Over three million votes in this primary. Yeah. But, I mean, is this in order? Yeah, it is. So look, at, you have. Um, so Sanders has won twenty states. He won twenty. Uh, I mean, it hasn't been a consistent romp. She had one big night in the middle of it, but she and it was her home state. But she he won Idaho, Utah. This is after it was pretty much wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Idaho for Sanders, Utah Sanders, um, Hawaii Sanders, Wisconsin Sanders, Wyoming Sanders. Okay, he wins mm-hmm. all those states in a row. Mm-hmm. Then she comes back and has a run of her of her own on the New York East. Yeah, so she wins uh, New York. Um, but again, like she won four out of she, those five, I think. Yeah, right? she won New York, Maryland, Connecticut, Delaware, Pennsylvania, then lost Rhode Island. Um, but then he came back and won Rhode Island, uh, Indiana, and West Virginia. And he did he win? I guess Nebraska is different on their schedule, right? The point, though, is that Hillary... So, uh, Sanders won Idaho by 13,000 votes, uh, Utah by 45,000 votes, Hawaii by 13,000 votes, Wisconsin by 135,000 votes, um, then uh, Hillary won New York by 290,000 votes, and then she won uh, Connecticut by 251,000 votes. So it's like... Her wins are big wins. His wins are small wins. So the it's kind of like pitcher the, the pitcher uh, record in baseball is now very much seen as sort of misleading. Um, used to be maybe the biggest stat in baseball outside of maybe ERA, and now people are like, well, you know, it really has more to do with team performance than how the pitcher pitches. You can have a bad record and have a good ERA, and that's kind of what this is. Like his record is good, but his ERA is bad. Yeah. Yes. She's close, though. Yes. According to this, they need uh, 2383 for the nomination, mm-hmm. and she's got 2240. But that's including superdelegates. Right. So, again, that, those aren't right. confirmed until they cast those votes. I right. mean, they, you know, that doesn't, it doesn't, re- like, if Hillary came out and, let's say, got indicted and was handcuffed and brought off to prison, they could it's all done. switch the next right. day. Well, okay, well, she's got 17, uh, a little over 1,700, and there's, according to this, there's still 1,000, over 1,000 left, 1,000 delegates to get yep. left. So, so, I mean, like, again, like, she, could he theoretically come back and win? It's not mathematically over there, but it's pretty much, for all intents and Pretty close, boy. Again, you, you always hold out, especially with something like the Clintons. I mean, we may find out that that list was right the whole time, and they did kill 45 people, and if that's true... It's up near 100 now. Oh, my uh, it's oh my Stu, don't under, <laughs> underestimate the killings. Is it's it up to way 100? more than 45. Yeah, wow. yeah way more. Whatever, so double. whatever we're up to now uh, <laughs> on the Internet, um, <laughs> if they're up to 100 killings and all of them are confirmed with video, it's possible the superdelegates would be like, you know what, let's go somewhere else i bet you i would not be surprised how at all however to see those delegates go not to bernie sanders but to let's say joe biden um, yeah you know because i don't think they want bernie sanders to be the nominee um but you know i think they would take it if they had to but i think they I mean, biden should have brought this is this is the biggest mistake in political history he should have joe biden would have won. He, he probably I, I would have beaten her he's he probably would have beaten he's her. a much better candidate than her yes um, I, I think he's more likable than her. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he is smarter on policy than her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the downside with Biden is he does make some gaffes. But, he, you know, like Trump seems to have some sort of immunity to that. Like he can yeah. just say whatever he wants and no one seems to care. Um, and he probably I, he's the type of guy who could actually beat Trump. I mean, because he he has mm-hmm. a little Trump in him. You know, Biden is a politician, but he's got some Trump inside. Yes, he does. You know, and he, he said uh, he said this morning in an interview that, uh, look, I think I would have been the best president. Yeah. 
That is what he said. I think I would have been the best president. So there you go. Well, I mean, it's so bad that Reince Priebus, the, who's the head of the RNC, is is tweeting out today that it's nothing short of embarrassing that a 74-year-old socialist from Vermont has beaten Hillary 19 times. <laughs> I mean, and it's true. I mean, but Reince Priebus has his own problems on his hands. Maybe he should concentrate on like, it's nothing short of embarrassing that Donald Trump is your nominee. I mean, that is unbelievable. So maybe you pay attention to your own house, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, that's not what the RNC does. The moat right. in it's your like, own eye before like, you go to, after the beam in somebody else's? It's like saying the, the guy who represents the players' union in a sport is going to come out with a fair assessment of, their, uh, of a player's situation. Right. And they never are. They're yeah. always just going to back their player mindlessly no matter what. And that's what, I mean, that's what the RNC does. Uh, they're going to wreck the Democrats and go and back themselves up despite the circumstance. I mean, yeah. again, this is and this is not something I'm actually that upset about. Uh, the, the party means nothing. The party nothing. is a vehicle to get principles over the finish line. It, it is not, you know, and obviously we've Except seen that now. That's not what it is, is it? The Re- Republican Party doesn't stand for any principles that I know of anymore. No, they, well, they used to. Whatever, it's Trump then. Used I mean, but the point is that, like, whether... Like, a lot of people say, well, I can't believe the Republican Party stands for these things. Well, the Republican Party doesn't really stand for anything. No. I mean, the Democrats are the ones that, you know, they now stand for civil rights and acceptance. Um, They also stood for leading the way to squash those rights for decades. You know, I mean, it's it's the they just fit whatever they need to do right now. I guess this is a Trump party. I mean, and that's why I don't want to be associated with it. But, you know, the RNC's job now is to take. And I'm not talking about people like Paul Ryan, who are politicians and they represent their own values. Wright's Priebus doesn't represent his own values. Wright's Priebus is a, a guy who pushes uh, whatever uh, platform the RNC has and tries to help the party win. Mm-hmm. He, is an, he is an operative. He's a, uh, uh, an operations guy. Essentially, he's not a guy who comes out like Ryan's previous is not coming out and saying, by the way, here's my grand statement on what we should what you know, what we should uh, think about tax policy. I mean, generally speaking, he'd say those things, I think. But I mean, his he's more famous for saying, hey, here's how we appeal to Hispanic voters. By the way, his answer was not Donald Trump. Um, but, you know, here's the best strategy going forward to get Republicans elected. That's his job. Mm-hmm. You know, his job is not to have some deep level of principle. It's our job to say, look. This party no longer represents the principles that I have. I need to bail on it. But that's not really Reince's job. You know, if he wants to stick with constitutional principles while he's got Donald Trump running, he should he should resign. Mm hmm. Right. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it's obviously those two things are not associated with each other. Now, he has there's other elements of the party that he you know can push for those things. But I mean, if he's a hardcore constitutionalist who's saying, like, I want to work for a party that's fighting for the Constitution and, and, a, and a candidate that will push that, he's in the wrong gig right now with Donald Trump winning. And it's just, it's not, that's not what's going on at the moment. Yeah. So you can leave if you want. Or you can just be an operative and push whoever's there over the line. I mean, that's, I think that's really more his role, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just that I don't, I don't, I don't care about their guy. Um, no, I don't either. Uh, I care about a set of principles, and they don't adhere to them anymore. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy, and he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company, 
and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Real Estate Agents, I trust, dot com. 